Welcome to the SNA Live podcast, hosted by Three the Hard Way. This is for the culture. Black and Latinx, where you at? What's good, cigar fam? It's your boy Seaway, and welcome to SNA Live, the podcast not just about cigars and cigar lounges, but life in general. Because if you're in a nice cigar lounge smoking with your peoples and only talking about cigars, then you missed the whole motherfucking point. We're recording as always from Smoking Ashes, Cigars and Haberdashery, the hottest cigar lounge in these United States. With me as always are my partners in crime, Leek and the GM, aka Rye. Say what's up to the people. Yo, yo, what's good? What's going on, fam? What is the deal? This is episode number seven, entitled Season Two. Okay, I'm reloaded. We're going to be talking about the ratchet, the flicky, the biscuit, the burner. In plain English, we're talking about guns, y'all. So we're going to be talking about, specifically, America's fascination with guns. We're going to be talking about the Second Amendment and how it applies to us as black and brown people in these United States. We're going to be introducing a new segment called Critical Beatdown, while we're going to be profiling new producers and artists. And we're bringing back what you rocking with. And with that being said, as usual... Cut your stick, light them up, and let's get it popping. Welcome to SNLA Live, a podcast like no other. Featuring three the hard way. You, you want it, you got it. Yes, yes, we are back. Episode 7. We are locked and loaded and ready to rock. We're going to address some of the stories of how America is fascinated with its guns all the way from the hood to the hills. But right now, it's a perfect time to get your stick, get your drink, get your seat, and let's rock. Episode number seven. Crazy. Time is flying by, man. Season two. Yeah. Flying by. Entitled, Okay, I'm Reloaded. So for those that don't know know the reference, the original reference- Smack yourself if you don't. Is your heart. Like backhand, (laughs) pimp style, with some baby powder. Facts. So the original reference is from Carlito's Way. And Rockefeller took that little line from Carlito's Way and do you remember the dude's name that used to say it? Oh, the, the uh, shit, Spanish dude. What's yeah. Up? Um, shit. Lee? Damn. No, I'm drawing blank. Pain in the ass. Damn. Pain in the ass. There you go. Damn. So he used to do the little skit on the Jay-Z album. Especially the first album. Yeah. It was the first, second, and third albums, I want to yeah. say. The- All the way up to like maybe third of, or maybe it was like one of the rock, uh, rock compilation albums. But definitely. Yeah, they brought him in for a couple of skits. Yeah. They did bring him back for that. Yeah. So um, so that's where it came from. So, but if you really watch Carlitos Way, I, I fucking love that movie. It's one of my favorite. We've that's, had discussions. Yeah. About I mean, that's that my, my dog's name is Benny Blanco. So you <laughs> can tell I, I love from the, movie. the Bronx. Yeah. But he actually says, "I'm reloaded." Okay. Yeah. Not okay. I'm okay, reloaded. I'm but reloaded. They, but it sounds true. more dramatic, you know, with the way Rockefeller did it. So and maybe there was some copyright issues. I don't know. So oh no, definitely it was copyright issues. Yeah. <laughs> So before we get into uh, today's topics, as usual, we're going to talk about what we're smoking, what we're drinking. So, Leek, I'm going to let you set it off today, brother. So I went with the Hiram and Solomon Traveling Man. 
Um, this is I'm a big big fan of Harem and Solomon. We will be having an event with them coming soon at Smoking Ashes 200 Wall Raven Drive. Teenage New Jersey. Yeah, zero. So uh, they have some great cigars. Uh, this one here is the Traveling Man. It has an Indonesian Sumatra wrapper, uh, Indonesian binder, and fillers from uh, all different regions in Nicaragua and Dominica. I think it has like six different regions of fillers. So it's a lot going on with this cigar. Uh, this is not for the faint of heart. This it's is mad complex, right it's there. Very complex. It's also spicy. If you if you're not into spicy, this is not your cigar. But uh, it's definitely definitely uh, one of my one of my go tos for here, Mr. Solomon. They make so, they make a couple like that. They too. make some good ones. Did you know um, Blanco blended this? Which one? Um, David. Is it David Blanco? Yeah, yeah he blended this. Yeah, for him. Yeah, I, I was shocked with that. Um, but yeah, great cigar. Same David Blanco. Yeah. Was it his pops or is it? I'm not sure. I was as I was looking it up, it just said David Blanco. I figured it was him. Hopefully it was his pops. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what are, you, what are you smoking, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that motherfucker is remediately. <laughs> so oh, I am man. smoking on the M Bombay Classic. This torpedo uh, light connected, and it, I, I did this on purpose to pair with what we're drinking. Yeah. I didn't want to have a. I don't want to have a, an epic battle going on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Something had to sub, you know, sub, subdue itself, so yeah. I went with the cigar. But it's a Costa Rican-made cigar, and M. Bombay is a fantastic company. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. There's so many lines that come off of this, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and they are flying off the shelves. They yes, are. They, they Our members are. are loving them. The customers are loving them. Like they, yeah, these are great They've been cigars. buying like five or six at a time just because they know, like, oh, if I come back in a week or so, they may not be there. Yes. So let me buy like five or six. <laughs> Talking about that you, Teddy. Correct. We yeah, see you. That is correct. <laughs> Shout out, Teddy. What's good, brother? We got you, Teddy. But just this, uh, give a quick backdrop. This Mbame Classic has an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, which I like. Smooth right off the top. Yeah. The binder is also an Ecuadorian, and the fillers are from DR, Nicaragua, and Peru. So you have a little bit of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Com you know, a little bit of a mixture at the end to try to, you know, give some spice on the inside, but the outsides are all smooth and natural. Mm -hmm. Real cool smoke, real smooth, real, real well put together. So, M Bombay Classic, definitely a great smoke. First cigar of the day, second cigar. Cool. Definitely. Nice. What nice. are you smoking on, Conway? So, I have the Lock and M. Oh, it's shit. Produced in DR. But yo, that's that's and I, I, I think I think you smoked this a couple episodes ago, mm -hmm. and I haven't smoked it since we used to hang out at Ruben's back in yes. Hackensack. Yes. Like, this is years back, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's been a minute. So when you had smoked it a couple episodes ago, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try this. I, not try it, but I'm gonna just like I'm gonna bring it back. Yeah, yeah. So even though it's produced in DR, the uh, rapper is a Connecticut Broadleaf. You know that's one of my favorite rappers. Yes, sir. Next to Nas and Ray. <laughs> that was horrible. It was a horrible joke. I'm gonna step it up. I promise. All right, all right. So we got the uh, Ecuadorian Sumatra binder, and then we got the Nicaraguan long fillers inside. So I'm Sumatra binder. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Usually, it's usually the, the wrapper, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It is usually the wrapper. That's why I love that cigar. Yeah. So it's smooth as hell. So far, you know, I love my box press cigars. Yep. So. I'm thoroughly enjoying it so far, and um, we're pairing it. It was only right because we're talking about guns. I know, and I know we've we've drank this this season already, but we had to get the bullet. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because shit, what, I should have smoked the shotgun show. What, what better? Yeah, yeah. 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 What Drop better? Yeah, it's alright. It's all good. Because 
the, the, the beautiful thing about this country is guns are going to come up again. <laughs> we'll do it again. We'll do it time. again another Facts. time. Facts. We love our guns. <laughs> so speaking about that, let's get right into it. Um, America's fascination. Yeah. 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 But yo, yeah. you're not lying, man. And we, you can take this back to, jeez. Cowboys and Indians with kids playing with guns. Yes. And, you know what I mean? It, this yes. goes back to yeah. the, the essence, essence yeah, yeah. Of, of the founding yeah. of the country. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I wanted to tell a quick story real quick, just going back, going to that. So I was having this conversation with this. Uh, I, I At the time, I knew he was possibly racist. Found out he was definitely racist later on. If this is where I think it's going, I am so glad you brought this yes. up. Forget. So we're talking and, you know, we're having this race issue. We, we were co-workers, you know, but we used to talk cordial never got crazy but then he lost me here i, I stopped talking to him so we're talking and he's like yeah but you know what, i mean what, what is it about you know guns i mean everybody can have guns i'm like yeah you know we're we going back and forth he goes well listen that this country was taken this country was taken because we had guns and we killed indians i'm like yeah because they didn't have guns he's like well that's their fault they were weak they didn't have they didn't have guns i was like what First of all, that's some cold-blooded shit. I was like, but then that, that goes to the mentality yeah, of going back. Yeah. I said, dude, I looked, I looked, I was actually we on a phone. I looked at the phone, I said, wow, bro, you know what? I can't talk to you no more. <laughs> I haven't spoke to him since. No lie, I haven't spoken yeah. to him since. I don't know about yeah. you know him in particular, but a lot of the people that talk that talk sometimes, I don't even know if they would shoot a deer, let alone shoot a person. <laughs> no, I'm serious, because sometimes it's easy to just say it, you know what I mean? And, and not really be about that life. Yeah, shit is yeah. different doing that, man. Yeah, that's real talk. They make it sound like, you know, but you hear the ignorance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, yeah. I, remember, I remember you told me that story. Yeah. And at the time, you had told it, and you probably said it was on the phone, but I, I, I lost that part of it. Yeah. Because I'm just imagining if somebody said that to me in person. In person. Yeah. yeah. Because that same mentality is the same mentality of well. You guys were slaves. It's your fault. Exactly. That exa- it, it is exactly that. Because they go. It's a direct line. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's a direct one to one. So it's just like, okay, all right. Are you ignorant as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, really? But flashing forward, you know, you had disease. After, yeah, you had disease. After we, that's really what did it. It was fucking disease. Yeah. Get yeah. a little fucking get get your education right with that. that. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. So, but flash forward. With the progression of this country and, and, and its fascination with weapons, the Wild West. Yes. Billy the Kid, you know the OK Corral. Um, what's the uh, the dude um, that Kevin Costner played? Um, Kevin Costner. And um, no, that was Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. No, but they played the same role. Who was it? Was wider. Wider. Yeah, wider. Yeah, wider. That's right. Yeah. He did play wider. You know why I never gave it a lie today? Because Tombstone is one of my all time classics. Because Tombstone is a great uh, fucking movie, and Kevin Costner is boring as hell. Yeah, he's, he's like Nicolas Cage. No, do not compare those two. I have to, bro. He's nah. Nicolas Cage in every role. <laughs> he doesn't change, bro. We'll have that discussion but, another time. But, but at least Nicolas. Ah, right, you know what? Another time. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is entertaining at least. Episode eight. Look for the episode of Nicholas Cage. <laughs> versus Kevin Costner. <laughs> the versus. <laughs> oh, come out. Waterworld versus face off. <laughs> we doing it live right here on no. SNA Live. No, but seriously though, like it's romanticized. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like in, in terms of you know, what Billy the Kid was doing. I was what, a young guns fan. I love that. What, 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 uh, oh, like, what all these dudes was doing. And it's like at the end of the day. You know, these dudes were robbing banks and, and, and shooting people, and it's just like, but it's all well and good. Because, because it was like, them. It was yeah. Them. But when like Jesse Lee did it, it was a problem. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's all, it's all, like, all right. The 
movies and the reality. And Jesse Lee, I was referring to, was from the Posse. Yeah, I remember. No, I know. Okay, yeah. just, just for those yeah. out for those, there, yeah. Yeah. for those out there who just don't know who I meant. So Posse, if you don't know, Google it. Mario Van Peebles. Yes. Black it was, it was the story of the Black, Black Cowboys, Cowboys. And, yep. and, and that's the thing When you watch John Wayne movies When you watch Clint Eastwood movies You would think there were no black people in, in, the, in the Old West And that was actually the furthest thing from the truth I want to say I saw a statistic Where it was like one in every 12 Cowboys was a black Yeah, no, they were, they were, it, was a, yeah. it was common yeah. It was a yeah. common thing It wasn't yeah. like crazy or whatever So when Posse came out I, was, I remember I was a kid We was about what, 13, 14? 13, yeah, 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 around there around Yeah, 92, 93, yeah, yeah Maybe 91 Because we were, we're not taught these things I looked at it like Oh, this is cool. Like we weren't there, but yeah, this yeah. would be cool fantasy. Like Black Cowboys, that's cool. Because it's not what we were taught. Yeah, but then you look at the, the actual history of what was going on. And it's yeah. like, oh shit, no, we were there. We were Definitely there, yeah. and that's why I like that movie. They actually reference a lot of the actual cowboys, and they show the actual pictures mm-hmm. at the movie. end of the movie. At the yeah. end of it. Yep. So shout out Big Daddy Kane. He was in that movie. Tone Loke. Wow, Tone Loke. Yeah, yes. I forgot Let's he was not in that. Forget about yeah. Tone Loke. Tone yeah. Loke was in there, and uh, probably one of the best B movie. Fucking uh, uh, actors of all time, give it up for Billy Zane, yo. Yes, yes. <laughs> wow. Yo, he is yes. a B movie king, yo. Yeah, because yeah. he played that role dope when he nah. was the colonel. He he is he is, yo, that dude. And he was is, in Tombstone. Yeah, he was in Tombstone. Jeez, I forgot about saying. that. Yeah, yo, he played. B, he was the, the 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 dude who was like the the guy on stage doing the like the play. Yeah, he was like. The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, okay. the thespian. Yes. <laughs> the word. The word. The word of the day. We need to bring that, introduce it a new segment. The word of the day. What is that? Word? Today's word today is thespian. <laughs> I've never heard that in my life. I've heard of it. I don't know what it means. No, please explain. Seriously, no, seriously you never heard the word that? No, I've never heard, heard that word. It, it's a fancy word for actor. Oh, that's really? That's, yeah. I've never heard that yeah. word. That's yeah. dope. I it's, like that. Yeah, just a fancy word for actor. I, I love learning something every, new every day, man. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, right, you know, cancel culture. Go ahead, <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> I know you exactly what it's going. <laughs> Let's get back on topic. So, the cancel culture. So what real. I was going to say yeah, was, wait, real. what I was going to say for, on Real Talk, Billy Zane is like the Daniel Day-Lewis of B-movies. Yo, wow. that like, is a great fucking, yo, that is so spot on. <laughs> Cause that oh, dude man. is a legend in that. In that, can't yeah, go, yeah, no, right yeah. Can't go right here. Yeah, exactly. See the beat right, right there. Right there. <sighs> That's a He's a good actor too. So no, Billy Zane, but, but yeah, getting back, back to the Wild West and just how it was glamorized with. Uh, yeah, but these, but they like first of all, it's cartoonish, and that's why I think we have so many mass shootings because because the way we portray shootings on film it influences the people and the culture. You would have a movie where the dude had a six shooter shoot a dude. 27 times and never reload you know what I'm saying <laughs> you'd have a dude and in, 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 I remember uh, Predator Arnold Schwarzenegger my man gets shot in the shoulder falls down he's screaming oh, oh. the very next scene picks up a big ass gun the with the cal- same the road yeah, yeah. with the <laughs> same <laughs> arm and he's got shot in and I was like dude yeah, yeah, that yeah. arm is done yeah you're done you got hit in the shoulder with, with an alien a laser big ass gun. <laughs> exactly <laughs> It's a rap. It was even a bullet. <laughs> Shot with like an alien laser. But that's but shit. that's what happens though. It, it's no, it's a, true. It's a um, you get desensitized. You do, and you start to think like, oh, it's it's, it's not that serious. It's not so that it's serious. Not, not that big of a yeah. deal. I mean, even even to hunting. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I used to be fascinated with you know, oh my god, that's cool. And as you get older, and then you start loving pets, you're like, 
That shit is barbaric, yo. You fucking going out killing animals just for fun, just so you say you killed somebody. I hate that. Not for food. That's what I hate. Yeah. Not for no, it's the just pelts. For sport. So you can you can wear it because it's cold yes. outside. Because yeah. exactly, and, and we go back to the Native Americans. How it was mentioned earlier, they utilize every, but they utilize like they treated the animals sacred. Yeah, yeah. The killing was they blessed the body, like they were mm-hmm. thankful for it, and they used everything on that animal. From the bones to use it for tools and weapons to the hides to make it into clothing, yeah. and they use the teepees. The teepees, that's yeah. right. And yeah. they use every organ. They ate everything. They didn't waste anything. Yeah, these dudes now they put it in their freaking trophy case in, in, their, in their living room. If and, that, and half the time they're not even the ones that shot it. <laughs> It'll be they them, it, yeah. and they're like assistants or whatever. Yeah. And then the dude, the real dude that they brought along with them, will do the shooting. Yeah, he just re- paid for the venture. Exactly. Yeah, so exactly. it's just it's good. And half these dudes, they leave the bodies there. They don't, like I said, they don't even, some of them won't even take it. They just do it for a picture. Yeah. My thing is this, my man. If you're going to kill that bear, go do it with a knife. Let me see how real you are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're shooting this bear from 50 yards away with a rifle. I mean, come on now. My pops always said, oh, hunting is a sport. It's not really a sport. If the other person or yeah, other thing he has is, no idea what's yeah, going on, participating. Like, you think the deer? the deer went to go eat the leaf and it was like, pow! You know, the right side of my head is missing. I, yeah. I was expected of this today. No, it's like right. they have no idea what's going on. No. It's not a sport. They're not voluntarily. I can't stand that. <laughs> voluntarily shit. participating. Mm. All right, but we got we have to get to our new segment. We're introducing a new segment, y'all. It's called Critical Beatdown, and it's coming up next. It's time for the Critical Beatdown inside the SNA Live podcast. It's either time for a new artist or a new producer. This is the Critical Beatdown inside the SNA Live podcast. So welcome back, and I will take the lead on this one right here. First time I get a chance to say that Yeah. on the show. Wow, Lee. You need to be on this side one day. It feels. I'm, I'm gonna try. Yeah, I'm you have to do it one day. It feels. It feels. It feels powerful. <laughs> now I know why Conway's always. He's, I, Conway's got the conch. Remember that from like the, the conch. The oh, conch. Flies. Yeah, Lord Lord of flies. Yeah, Conway always yeah, has the conch. Yeah. I have the conch now. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> now welcome to the critical beatdown segment. What we're doing is we take a time out to uh, highlight, and we don't do it this often. We try to be really strategic with the artists that we select. Definitely. And uh, what we do is we give a quick little glimpse into an artist's background play something of theirs so you guys can hear for your, your listening pleasure and give you some looks so you can check them out on social media give them a follow see what you like and you know uh, support the people that we support because these individuals are really really dope so on this week's critical beatdown we are celebrating the moment of unleashing DJ Static to the masses there you go Static Static what up it's good baby BX Burrow's own talented brother, very talented. Static brother. has been doing beats for well over twenty years. He's a talented DJ, talented producer. He's been around everyone from the Baja Men to Red Man. Like he's been on tours. He's a tour DJ. Static is dope as hell. And you listen to season one. We interviewed him. You could learn a little bit more about. Him. And we're gonna bring Static back on the show as Definitely. well again. But if you ever had a chance and you live in the Greater New York, New Jersey area. Come up here to Smoking Ashes and check out yes, Static. Sir. He is here in person and doing Classic Sundays. Classic Sundays right now, and we will be showcasing him with a actual. We're going to do a producer showcase with him one night here, where they're going to be DJing their beats against each other. Nice, nice. It's hot. So hot. that's coming up. But real quick, I want to give you guys a little drop of what the talent of Static can do.
Yo, that boom bap is real. Yo, this beat is so hard, it makes me feel like I got bars. Like, I feel like we about, I feel yeah. like what, we yeah. about to kill. Yeah. Yo, yo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so again, big up to Static. Guys, please follow him on Instagram. You can follow him at DJ Static Beats. And you can also follow him at DJ Static 222. Dope brother. He is a walking jukebox. He is a hip-hop. For me, listen, that guy is... He's hip hop. He's the epitome of it. Definitely. He is. He is hip hop to the death, man. And he's a Check. talented artist, man. Check. Check. Oh, shit. You got leak ready to go. I keep computers puting on me. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we just wanted to introduce you guys to this uh, new segment again, oh, showcasing some of the local artists that we're not even local because we know a lot of artists that range from all different areas you know in the in the world so that was the critical beat down again that was static featured dj static you could check him out here at smoking ashes on sundays yes, sir. absolutely yes, sir. so let's get into our next topic we're talking about the second amendment and for those that don't know what the second amendment is it's the right to bear arms now this is a uh controversial amendment to say the least because essentially when the constitution was written the first 10 amendments are called the bill of rights so those um were the first 10 that was were, were done on, on the, with, respect, with respect to the constitution and the second amendment was the right to bear arms at a time when the most sophisticated gun was a musket and for those that know don't know what a musket is takes about an hour and 57 minutes to load up before you can shoot one shot. Yo, yo. And if the person is more than 10 feet away from you, it's not going to reach. Hold on one second. I got you. Yo, hold up right there, son. You You ain't talking shit? All right, right. Watch, 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 watch. That's all we're doing is watching. That's all we're doing. That was one of the first guns that took two guys to fire. Maybe even three sometimes. Because you had to have one dude hold it, the other guy fill it with the fucking lead and pellet, then fucking the other guy to shoot it. With the powder and then stuff it down. Yeah, like, so, so flash forward when we got now AR-15s, AK-47s, FNMs. So they call them Dracos. Yeah. So it's it's a situation where some people feel that the founding fathers didn't take into consideration growth the growth of the gun industry and what it would lead to technologically in terms of the the ability. Yeah. Yeah. To have a fully automatic weapon. Yeah. Some people, though, are, are like, they just said arms. Whatever the, you know, whatever form that it takes, it's Take still it arms. Face, face value, yeah. Yeah, it is, the interpretation yeah. of it, yep. So, now we might ruffle some feathers with this one. So, as a, I'm not trying to, now you know what? I'm going to ask it just very plain. I'm going to start with the GM. Okay. Your perspective, Second Amendment. Oh, who was it for? I'm sure it wasn't for us. So, I mean, that's exactly where I was going to. I mean, look, uh, we can go back to, let's go back to the Black Panthers. Mm. Like, it was all right in America to walk down the street in Illinois or Idaho, rifle, shotgun. in California. That's where the Panthers started. It was okay in California. I'm not even even referring to them yet. I'm just talking about rural America. Oh, yeah. yeah. Walking around with their guns, still living in the Wild West. Mm. It was okay when they were doing it. But the minute some people of color decide to mm-hmm. do the same thing that they did, except and exercise said, their 
their right, their, their rights, right. yeah, yep, became a problem, huge problem. Look, I do believe that if if somebody on the other team can have something, I should be able to have something as well. Yeah, I'm I'm a firm believer of that, and um, <clears throat> I actually used to. I had a very when I first got into guns. I'm 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 a, I'm a licensed gun holder for shit, going on ten years now. So, I've so if you're thinking about breaking into the GM's crib, you might think twice because you might walk out with an extra hole <laughs> or four. Yeah, don't do that one. I'm retarded. I have a bunker. Like, like, got guns that go through walls. <laughs> to you, the car and the parking meter. <laughs> so yeah, no, 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 no. But just the I was a I was a supporter in the beginning when I got into being a gun owner, um, going to gun ranges and meeting other individuals. Like one of the guys, I mean, I learned from a lot of guys that were either ex cops, ex 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 uh, ex army military ex military base. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all of them were white dudes too. They were cool as shit, though. Yeah, you know what I mean, the yeah. guys I had interactions with, they were cool as shit. Yeah. Never made me feel uncomfortable once, and that's what made me open my mind a little bit because the people I learned from, they didn't give me a negative feel. And what I'm alluding to is that <clears throat> I started supporting the idea of like the NRA and all this stuff because, like, you know what, we should be able to bear arms. Mm -hmm. I am also a conspiracy theory uh, theorist. You know, listen to. Uh, episode two, season two, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you could tell where, but I, I was a prepper, a bunker, bunker. He, yeah, he's ready for the zombies, just so you know. Yeah, yeah, I am. That's okay though. I'm proud of that one. <laughs> when the zombie attack happens, yo, go, go, go to his house. Go to Rise Crib. We'll be waiting, man. The, the vaccinations are out, man. So it's gonna be popping soon. So anyway, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Yeah. No, 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 don't take me too serious. But I was a believer with the NRA, and I, because like I said, the people I was learning from, they were all NRA certified, and they were cool. And I believed in it for a while until Philando Castile. And when a licensed gun holder who had the right to carry, mm -hmm. who openly acknowledged that he had a license and acknowledged that he had the gun, mm -hmm. still got gunned down by a cop. Not one member of the NRA supported this licensed gun holder. And that's the real moment, again, for me to really realize. Not that I didn't know before, yeah, but, but it really, it really, it really hit, home. hit home where I'm like, yeah. you know what, they're not for us. Yep. And a lot of this wasn't for us to begin with. Exactly. And that's why now in the current landscape, you see where we're at over the last two years, year and a half, you see a lot more black coalition groups forming with buying guns, being gun owners, mm -hmm. supporting yourself, training yourself because you saw the landscape of the world where it was going at one point in time. Yeah, yeah. shit was getting scary. But as Americans, right, we're all Americans at the end of the day, right? Yeah. So technically, yeah. right? I no, know. No. We, we are not. The reason I made that face Because we're more American Than the Americans Exactly Like The reason I made that face Is because The way certain Americans View themselves Versus Quote unquote Others Yeah As if they're More authentic Americans Than anybody of color Once, once again Not all I'm just saying The way some That's the only reason I made the face Forget I'm just saying Just The whole It just hurt to see that That it was this, this wasn't for us. And now yeah. seeing that more people have come to light to build more groups, they're getting trained, they're training with each other now more. Mm -hmm. And I'm referring to people of color. Yeah. Not these militia groups. Not the militia like, groups, no. Yeah. Because again, at the end of the day, I don't understand how this isn't 
if not equally scary because it's scary at the end of the day seeing a bunch of guys running through the streets with guns is scary as shit but watching a militia building in like the back end of North Dakota is yeah. just as scary too. It's even more scary. I think so too because they're they they are planning for something. Yeah, yeah. Like, getting ready. Like yes. Yep. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, I'm not gonna lie. First time I went to a gun range, I felt weird because I was the only guy of color in there. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. it's like oh shit, here we go. That's how I felt. Now it might be different in the South because I've been to a couple as well. South is different. South is and. Different. Yeah. Same thing. I was the only only black dude there, and it just was like, okay, interesting. No, it's a lot more black black people. On the All right, so here's now. here's a good one too though. When we went for your birthday week, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a very large place. Yeah, yeah. Um, only us. It was just us. Only us. And the two instructors though had the most fun with who though? With us. With us. Yep. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Them dudes had a blast, and they, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time. Yo, but here's, here's the thing time. that nobody wants to say though. Go ahead, and, and it's not PC. Or Guns are funny shit. Like, no, no, no. no. Let's be honest. But like, this is why everyone else enjoys them though. Th- but that's what. Th- here's the problem, man. It's like right to bear arms versus like the danger to people's health and lively, uh, lively, lively not, like yeah. not even li- not even livelihood, their life. Their mm-hmm. life, yeah, it's a threat to life. But because it's just ingrained and, and interwoven in the fabric of this country. Just guns in general yeah. You can't separate If you grow up in this country yeah. You can't separate The fascination with them From the reality of Ever since the whole COVID thing Started like subsiding In terms of like The numbers kind of dwindling And people going out more mm-hmm. The mass shootings just started right back up Yeah, And it's, it's to the point now We're just It's, it's But you know what yeah. You know what it is too though man Like yo And not to make this into a COVID thing But look Human beings were social. Yeah. If you had somebody who was teetering on the side of not being 100% sane. Yes. Going on that lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Put people over the edge. <clears throat> Definitely did. And, and some people start thinking like, you know, even though it's harmless thinking yeah. at, in the beginning, but then they start thinking nobody cares about them. Nobody loves them. Everyone else is having fun. Everyone yeah. else. Is, and now when we get back out, I'm killing everybody. I mean, just to go, to stay on that topic, I mean, as far as my my perspective on it, yes, I think you should be able to bear arms and have a pistol, but for what you just said, background checks should be done. If you have a history of psychological issues, if you have, if you have felonies from you holding a gun or shooting somebody with it, you shouldn't be able to own a gun. So the felony part, I agree with definitely, and not that I don't agree with the first one, but yo, you know, just like I do, filling out the application, mm-hmm. The question asks whoever your sponsor is or whoever you're asking to be your reference person. Yeah. The <laughs> but it, it's, I know where you're going. It should be a step further though. Just like for, so, I do insurance. So just like with insurance, if, if they do a background check, they go into your medical history to see if you've gone to a doctor for certain. Medical. Yeah, no, no. I, they should be able to do that. No, so I'm agreeing with you. you. Maybe, maybe I missed something though. Can you can you rewind back about the, the felony thing? So if you. If you've been to jail for shooting somebody, you shouldn't be able to have a gun after that. So here's the problem, though. We say the felony, though. Here's the problem. When felony. You, well, if if you shoot somebody, but here's the thing. If you that, yes, but be specific about that because when you 
get un- disproportionately targeted by the police and you are more than likely to have That's, a felony. Yeah, that goes into a whole Then all of a sudden, yeah, I get it. we I get can't you. have guns and they can because... And that's part of the problem, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's part of the problem. I mean, going back to the 60s and 70s. Because it's the same thing with voting. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, when you get disproportionately targeted and now you can't vote because you have a felony, but you only have a felony versus your white counterpart because you get targeted more yeah you're targeted more than your than, than your counterpart no it's true yeah. Facts. and just the point I was trying to make before was I was referring to when you fill out for your firearm license they allow your references to ask to answer the questions for you mm-hmm. so one of the questions specifically is is this person in their right mind and are they sane enough Operate and own a handgun. Yeah. I am not no fucking doctor. Yeah, that's why I said they should go a step further. That shouldn't just be it. That's crazy. That's a stupid ass. I question. ain't no doctor. That's a stupid yeah. ass. Question. But that's how the rest. See, but the thing is that the way the laws were written, right? It had none of that to do with it. And that's what the the the, the three percenters are fighting for. The three percenters are the ones that run. They they the ones that are. They're 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 gun advocates. They're the the uh, don't tread on me guys with yeah, the snake. Yeah, yeah. That that's yeah. the three percenters. Stickers yeah. on their cars. And yes, shit. three yeah. percenters. You know they're they're they. Now I don't think I would hope that they don't think that somebody who is absolutely insane should own guns. But at the end of the day, they don't take away the right for that yeah. person to to not have guns. Yeah. Yep. So it's fucking crazy as it fuck. Is. Yeah, it is. It is. So just really quick because we're running out of time, just to give my little quick two cents. So. My wife is anti-guns, like across the board, period, point blank, end of story. Surprising, known from where she's from. Yeah. (laughs) So for those that don't know, my wife's from Arizona, but which is like a gun-loving state out of the many gun-loving states of this country. Uh, That's where the tombstone happened, OK Corral, (laughs) all that. (laughs) But yeah, she's not not a gun fan. So, and I get that in theory, I do. But one of my favorite groups is Mob Deep, and Prodigy had this line in one of his songs, and I think it just speaks to the topic of what we're talking about to a perfect extent. I got guns because it's like that. You figure it out. Meaning, shit is crazy around me. I, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, all this theoretical talk, all this, like, you know, whatever, whatever, but where I live or where I'm at or whatever at the current time is fucking crazy. I need to protect myself. So everything y'all want to talk about in theory or whatever, that's cool or whatnot. So, and I said that to say, I get it in theory, but like I said before, guns interwoven in the fabric of this country. So until there's just across the board, no guns, I can't sit here and say, yeah, man, we people shouldn't own a gun, you know, because once again, and it'll never be that way, though. Yeah, never. That's that's the problem. Because if that happens, you will have a civil war. It will be. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. On that note, we got to get to our yeah, literally our next segment that we call "What You Rocking With." This is what you rocking with inside the SNA Live podcast. GM, I'm gonna let you start it off, brother. What you rocking with this week? I mean, I stayed on topic with it, man. At the end of the day, listen. If you're interested in learning about handling and owning firearms if it's legal wherever you reside at i don't think it's a bad thing for you to do i'm actually really rocking with going out to a gun range whether you go out by yourself go with your friends go with your wife take you can take your kid i mean it's something that is like you said before bro you kind of use the word that was perfect to describe it it's fun when done responsibly it is 
It just, it just is. It's a fun thing. It's, it's not a an easy thing. thing to say, but it is. It is. No, it's, but it's, it's, it's a, but yes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people who have axe throwing now. I mean, like. <laughs> yeah, I did that shit before. So you that, see what that I'm shit saying? Is fun. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> that shit actually was dumb fun. So, I mean, I mean come on. I, I'm not comparing an axe to a gun. I'm just saying, like, look, if done responsibly and done the right way, and I think that everyone should at least go out to a range once, try it out for yourself, and don't be scared of trying this 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 thing that was considered taboo for so long for us especially people of color because if you look at everybody else they these you go to the midwest these kids are shooting guns at six years old yeah, yeah. early like for real yeah you know they're winning winning awards at nine ten years old for you know long distance shooting so that's what i'm rocking with man so leak what are you rocking with this week so this week i am rocking with me Congratulations to me because I became a gun owner this year. Yes. Get the strap. Get the strap, son. But no, seriously, I, I got it. Just, I mean, kind of going to what you were saying. I mean, just us people of color, we have to not only just, well, I'm just saying, I did it for myself to protect myself and my family. Um, Which is the American right. That's the American right. That's what everybody, for the for the most part, that's what, what sold. Else at least what sold as yeah. the American right. That's what everybody d- d- did. Again, I told you on my story in the beginning about how I worked with some straight. I think these we talking about those militias up in the woods. I think these two guys I worked with were part of those, and they talked about civil war. And actually, one of them even threatened me, saying if, he, if the civil war breaks out, he better not see me because he got, he got guns. And wow. that awakened me. Being threatened by white supremacists awakened me and said, "You know what? I was against, I was against guns before that, just because not so much everything we talked about. Mine was more of a personal. I have a I have a short trigger, so I have a temper, so I always was scared of myself having a gun. <laughs> so that's why I didn't have it because I knew myself. But I have it because I have a family. I gotta protect my family, especially with everything these times we live in, where I live at, um, you know, where I'm surrounded." I know everybody, 80% of my freaking town probably has freaking arsenals in their house, so why should not? And you had a short temper when you were younger. Yeah. Not yeah, when and, you got older. And that's why I said when I got older, I was just like, you know what? That was stupid. That was me being But young that's most kids I, in America. Yeah, yeah. Most kids have short tempers, especially coming up where we grew up in. Exactly. So, yeah, no. You so, got older and you were more responsible. Definitely. And, and again, I, I went to a gun range for my 40th, and I said, yo, this is, this is fun. It's being responsible, learning. You learn about the gun. You just don't, you're not walking, I'm not walking around the house with the gun in my hand, like, what's going on? Who, who won it? You know? yeah, looking in the mirror, you're talking in the mirror, to you. I damn, I dare somebody. I dare somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I'm being responsible. You know what I mean? So, it has a purpose. It does. It, Say what? Say what again, motherfucker? I dare you. I double dare you. Step on my lawn. I dare you to step on my lawn. Step on it. I dare you. But, um, no, man, like, it. It's just being responsible, and I think we should. Uh, again, I even joined the freaking uh, Black Gun Owners um, Coalition. Coalition on, on, yeah, on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, you know here. what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And you know, everybody talks, and we 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 give information to one another, and I, it's cool, man. We, like again, they do it. Why can't we do it? So again, shout out to to me for, like you said, stepping out of that mind frame, that young mind frame. Welcome, welcome, and I'm welcome. a gun owner, baby. Okay. So Conway, what are you rocking with? Buddy? So wait, before I get to what I'm rocking with, so when I said before, don't go to Rise Script or don't go to Lee Script either. <laughs> Don't, don't don't step on my lawn. I dare you. <laughs> so what I'm rocking with this week, I, I, uh, I, I checked out on every floor. <laughs> I checked out a documentary on Netflix, um, on the Son of Sam. So the reason why it goes with the topic is we know him as the Son of Sam. For those that don't know, Sam though, Berkowitz? when it fir- David Berkowitz, David Berkowitz, when it first happened, before he started writing the letters calling himself the Son of Sam, when he wrote the letters to the police. 
he was known as the 45 caliber killer. That's right. Because he used a, sorry, 44. 44, okay, yeah, yeah, 44. Because he used a 44 caliber gun, which was a, not the most common no, gun. No, it's not common. It's not at all. So it was the 44 caliber killer. So there's a documentary on him about how the, the, the killings, there's a theory that he wasn't a lone gunman, meaning out of the, the 13 people he shot and six people that he killed, that he didn't do all of them. Because just there's, you have to watch the documentary. It was it was it was actually. Never heard that angle. Me neither. Yeah. Me neither. And I think it kind of got squashed over the years because when they were showing footage, a lot of people were talking about that during that era. So for those those that don't know, these killings happened between the years of 1977 and 79 in New York City. There were killings in the Bronx, Queens, and Brooklyn. Yeah. So, the Queens District Attorney actually went out on record saying, "I believe." that he was um, aided and abetted by others. Wow. They actually opened up an investigation. And it's about this journalist who pieced the whole thing together and came up with the conclusion that it actually was a cult going around shit, killing people. It was really, really fascinating. I got to check that but out. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but if you just go on just Netflix. Just go on Netflix and really, look it up. You should probably son, find it. I think it was actually Sons of Sam, like delving into the darkness or something like that. But check it out, man. And on that note, that concludes this episode. We appreciate you taking this journey with us. Be sure to follow us on One Institution Media's platform as we have officially joined the OIM family, as well as our usual social media sites at SNA Live Podcast. Um, Give us some likes and shares. Please share the pages. And you know what? Chime in. Let us know if you think we're dead wrong and that guns should just be abolished completely across the board or that... You know, we should be as black people stacking our stocking our guns up yes, because sure. yes, something's sure. coming. Or if you see see it somewhere in between. But on that note, in the words of Miss Shirley Chisholm, if they don't give you a seat at the table, bring a folding chair. We out. You have just listened to the SNA Live experience. We want to thank you for tuning in with us. We'll be back with another episode. Go!